the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Hey, if you've been hit with an unexpected expense the week of Christmas, if that expense is a new furnace, wow, get to the Discount Shopping Club at 989theanswer.com. A brand new Train XV80 furnace from Fire and Ice Heating and Air Conditioning. It's a $4,200 value now on sale for less than half that, $2,000. Last-minute gift shopping? I don't know anybody who wouldn't like a massage or an experience at Thrive Massage and Wellness. You spend 100 you get certificates worth 200 That is also on the Discount Shopping Club. And then the in-stock, I neglected to mention, in-stock pool table from Billiards Plus, the Henderson pool table, it's a beauty, $6,250 value, $2,500 delivered with pool balls, a rack, four cues, and you choose the felt color. So they have these in stock, and they have more than one in stock. Two grand, no, $2,500, I'm sorry, a $6,250 value, and they will install it. So there you go, 989theanswer.com. That is where you find the Discount Shopping Club. I was talking about the Amelia Robinson editorial in today's Dispatch. I applaud her for being uh, transparent about the loss um, in her family that she's holding up as a way to try to help other people, but she misses the mark when she blames her godson's death, 17 years old, murdered, found in a field in East Cleveland in April. She blames it on gun violence. It's not gun violence. The gun is just the instrument. If somebody's going to kill you, they're going to beat you to death, they're going to knife you to death. Does a gun make it easier? Yeah, it does. makes it easier. But if you eliminate guns, you're not going to eliminate murders. Uh, it's just wishful thinking and not at all attached to reality. To her credit, she cites firearms are involved in 70%, 77% of homicides in 2020. She goes through all the stats to talk about how gun violence is... No, excuse me. See, I, see, this is how this happens. Even somebody who's on guard against wokeism and earworms like gun violence, it creeps into my conversation, too. It's not gun violence. It's violence. It's murder. It's law-breaking. But it's not the gun's fault. Don't, Im- don't uh, impugn the gun. Okay? She says... The body count has already smashed last year's record here in the city. Yeah, it has. Is there any mention in the story of what Mayor Ginther and the Civilian Oversight Review Board and police administration have done to demoralize police? They want to help better the morale of the police department? Hold a press conference this afternoon and say that the officer involved in the Micaiah Bryant shooting acted 100% according to his training, and we're giving him an award. Oh, boy. No, we can't do that. That'll act like we're devaluing Micaiah Bryant. No, not at all. What you're doing is you're saying in a situation where 
death was unavoidable. Death or injury was unavoidable. It's going to be Micaiah Bryan or the person she's attacking. We were left with no alternative but to shoot the weapon and disarm the threat. That is what is true. Mayor Ginther won't say that. Elaine Bryant, the police chief, won't say that. Zach Klein, the law director, won't say that. Shannon Harden, the city council president, won't say that. And Amelia Robinson won't say in this story about the violence in Cleveland that the mayor of Cleveland is Democrat and the entire city council is Democratic and not a single Republican even runs for office up there. And the east side of Cleveland has been a cesspit of crime, bad education, drug abuse, and everything else. For how long? How long do you think? Mid-70s on, right? Is there anybody up there changing their voting habits? Trying something new? Open to something new? Of course not. Same here. She does note that most of the homicide victims are black. Most are male. A lot of them are too far, uh, you know, too, too young. And she's right. She quotes the founder of a support group, Mothers of Murdered Columbus Children, at a vigil for the precious young lives lost in that triple assassination murder a couple weeks ago, saying, we say no more. Do you understand me? We say no more. Yeah, well, you can say it all you want to. You're not going to speak it into reality until you vote different, demand more from the people who are elected, and parent in the home. Get your kids back in a disciplined environment at church, at school, at home. Let them know you're not going to put up with things that right now you look the other way on. And sometimes you look the other way because you're not looking at all, because you can't look at all, because you're working and there's no other parent at home. I mean, I know it's supposedly like outside my sphere of propriety to say that a two-parent home makes a difference in how a child is raised. It doesn't make a difference in how it's raised. And you think that it does? You're wrong. (laughs) You're wrong. You just are. So she ends, they should not die by the gun. No, they shouldn't. They shouldn't die by the gun. But if you want to write an editorial about why they're dying by the gun and never bring up parenting, never bring up juvenile justices, juvenile court judges, saying that putting kids in lockup for carjacking is wrong, you're not going to mention that. You're not going to mention that all the cities where this is happening, virtually every single one of them, is and has been run by Democrats for a long, long time. Then my view of that editorial will be the same as my view of what Joe Biden's going to say this afternoon, the same as what Anthony Fauci said for the better part of a year, and the same as Francis Collins And Rochelle Walensky have said about COVID in their roles as public health officials. And that is, you're telling me only part of the story, or you're telling me the part of the story that you think upholds what you believe or want me to believe. And I know what I'm being lied to because American citizens are not stupid. They're not stupid. Rather, our elected officials are stupid. None more so than Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez when she says this about student loan debt. There is also the 
the case of just millions of people in the United States that already went to college and they were saddled with a lot of unethical uh, and immoral, immorally kind of created student loan debt. And so this is a bucket of folks where if we lower the price of college, they are still stuck with huge amounts of student loan debt. Millions of people went to college with unethical, immoral, and immorally created student loan debt. What is unethical about any debt? You can say the interest rate. You sign an agreement to engage with someone in a borrower-lender relationship. No one holds a gun to your head to do that. Why do people borrow to go to college? It's an easy answer. Because they don't have the money to go to college, and they want to go to college, and so they borrow the money to go. Is there a law that says you have to go to college right out of high school? Not that I know of. Is there a law that says you can't work for four years and live at home and pocket the money and then go to college? Is there a law that says you have to go to a $50,000 a year state school rather than a community college for the first two years while you live at home and save money? Not that I know of. Immorally created. How is it immorally created if you know the terms up front? Ever read through a loan agreement? I have. It's not riveting. But the interest rate, the terms of the repayment, all in there. You sign your name to it? Have you agreed to it? Yes. Is it immoral to go sign to buy a car? Am I supposed to get, after a couple months, I go, it's really hard for me to pay back the loan on this car. You should just give me this car free. No, actually, what is immoral about that is signing your name to something, agreeing to doing something, and then not doing it, expecting someone else to come in and rescue you from your promise, your commitment to do it. And this would be fine if this was some empty-headed, pie-in-the-sky, roses and balloons and flying unicorns person tending bar in New York City. But this is an elected representative of the United States Congress saying that student loans are immoral and unethical. No, they're not. You telling people they are, you insisting they be given a free education, that is immoral. That is unethical. That is a lie. She is without question one of the stupidest people in this country. She spends her time spitting on the values of a country that enabled her to rise from her empty-headed existence in New York City to a position where a collection of sycophants and morons hang on her every word, which she somehow manages to make more nonsensical and illogical with every additional sentence. I have no patience for her. None. Zero. She is a lunatic. And her ilk are lunatics. And if we don't get them out 
of a position of influence, if we don't overwhelm the lies they are telling people who, because they want to live life sitting on their butts on an easy button that does not exist, well, then we imperil uh, what is left of the great nation that we were seeded by the generations that came before us. Bruce Hooley Show on The Answer. I appreciate it when people who uh, have different opinions listen to the show, and more so when they call the show. It gives me an opportunity to understand how they think and hopefully expose them how I think. So I'm told that Deborah in Delaware is a Democrat, and I'm welcoming you to the show. Deborah. thank you for listening. Uh, hello. <laughs> what can I do for you today? Um, well, I kind of had to disagree with you when you said that people in the United States are not stupid. Well, anyone that believes, I'm a Democrat, and I've been a Democrat for 40 years. I woke up about five, four years ago and realized what the Democrats were doing, and I'm going, well, wait a minute, this ain't right. And when Joe Biden, a lot of Democrats were arguing with me and says this never happened, but it's on video. Joe, when he was running, he stated that he would never force the mask mandate that it was unconstitutional, and now he's doing it. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. And I'm going, how can the Democrats today, you know, not see what he's doing? I mean, this is not the Democratic Party it used to be. No, it isn't. fully changed, and I can't believe that a lot of Democrats are not seeing that. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, you're 100% right, Deborah, and I appreciate your call because I'm you. I voted... Democrat in the early years of my youth. I said before, I voted for Jimmy Carter in 1980, first presidential election I could vote in. I'm not proud of it now. My dad was a union guy. My mom was a factory worker in a union. They, I remember them going on strike. I vividly remember them going on strike. I believed in the whole, uh, Republicans are rich people and, you know, they're not in touch with, they're not compassionate. I believed in all that. And I believed it all the way up through and including the Bill Clinton first and second term. I voted for him both times. And then, and I've said this, and other people who've called this show have said this, when I really deeply adopted my faith in Christ, I realized I couldn't support a party that supported the killing of children in the womb. I was just a non-starter. I could not support them anymore. And then the Light came on for me on so many other lies they tell and policies they endorse. And you're absolutely right. Joe Biden said, I could play the tape for you. Oh, I won't institute a mask mandate. No, I won't won't insist on vaccines. And they're going to tell you right now, no, we're never going to impose a travel ban on people who aren't vaccinated on buses, airplanes, and trains. I think it's more likely they will than won't. Because they believe they know best. That's the most charitable way I can say that they want power, and when they get power, they will exercise that power. Now, I wanted to play for you another instance of this kind of thing that Deborah's talking about, this disconnect between logic and reality on the Democratic side. Never is it more in demonstrable display than with what has become a recent phenomenon, the 
emergence of the greatest American swimmer ever to compete. I'm trying to be very precise in my language. The greatest American swimmer ever to compete as a woman. The name of this swimmer, I did not say her name, the name of this swimmer is Leah Thomas. Leah Thomas competed first few years in college as a member of the University of Pennsylvania men's swim team. Now, Leah Thomas is competing as a member of the University of Pennsylvania women's swim team. She has transitioned from a man to a woman with one year of testosterone suppression therapy. Uh, Leah Thomas is smashing records. And I'm curious, how does Leah Thomas feel about smashing those records? Wouldn't you like to hear from Leah Thomas? Well, I finally have been able to obtain a tape of Leah Thomas. And it's interesting to hear on this tape the discomfort of the person asking Leah Thomas questions and the kind of weird responses of Leah Thomas. You did break Penn School records on the women's side. What can you describe what that sensation was like for you, um, you know, especially after officially being on the women's team and I'm guessing, you know, just feeling in a good place with your transition? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very proud of my times and um, my ability to keep swimming and continue competing. And, you know, they're suited up times and I'm happy with them. My coaches are happy with them. And that's what matters to me. Weird, right? Very, very weird. Uh, Here is Megan Kelly and Charles C.W. Cook reacting to that very sound clip. I'm sure sure she is very proud of herself and her new nonstop record-breaking performances. That's not really the issue. Don't you feel a bit crazy just watching that? Yes. That's a man. (laughs) Right. That's a man with a man's voice and a man's physique talking about competing in swimming in a female competition. And whenever you read a piece defending it, it has to abstract out to such a degree, all of the things that we can see with our own eyes in order to overcome them. And as I say, I just don't think in the long run that can fly. I don't think it can either, but they'll continue to tell you that up is down that a man can have babies, that Omicron is the next death wave, that gas prices are coming down. They're not going up. Inflation is transitory. And remember, Epstein didn't kill himself. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.